0: This is The Jerry Callahan Show.
1: Well, we got our answer. We asked yesterday, who the hell is listening to Joe Biden and Kareem Jean-Pierre? Who is going to line up for another booster? Because Joe Biden told you this one is going to work. <laughs> he, he knows. Uh, he He wasn't very convincing. He was Sleepy Joe. He was mumbling as usual. And he was saying, yeah, I think it's time for people to get another booster because it works. <laughs> it works. And we asked yesterday, who is going to follow this advice from this absolute senile old buffoon? Who's going to listen to Corinne Jean-Pierre, who is not very bright and not very uh, persuasive, not very good at the job? Well, we got an answer yesterday at uh, 5 o'clock. I know what time it came because it was on the five on uh, Fox news. And I often, uh, I, I miss Geraldo Rivera on the show because he was so dumb and he was so entertaining and the other, and Greg Gottfeld hated him and they would have fights and they have their token liberal every day. Now it's Jessica Tarloff and Harold Ford Jr. And Harold Ford Jr. is terrible. He's boring. He's never said a memorable thing. He's not a good debater. He's just terrible. It's just he's just there to, to, I guess, to mock and make fun of. So they got around to talking about uh, the boosters, the vax, uh, the vaccines that are going to be rolled out in September, and the and uh, the White House. And I assume the CDC is going to recommend every American get another jab. And we were wondering who the hell is going to listen to these people after what we've been through for the last three years, after what we've learned. About the vaccine and about everything, the CDC told us. They've been wrong about everything. And we know their motives, in some cases, are nefarious. We know this evil elf right here, uh, Dr. Fauci, has made a fortune selling the vaccine. That is why he never recommended therapeutics. That's why he never mentioned uh, physical fitness, losing weight, natural immunity. It was all about pushing the drug on America and it worked. I mean, let's be honest. uh, It got Joe Biden elected all the COVID uh, measures they took during the election. It got uh, uh, Tony Fauci, Rochelle Lewinsky, it got them um, (laughs) riches beyond their wildest dreams. They are fabulously wealthy as they head off into retirement and, and the, the money will never stop coming. They'll be speaking and appearing and getting paid. So we know this thing was not on the level. We know the vaccine didn't work. We know it didn't stop transmission. We know it didn't stop you from getting the, the, uh, the, uh, getting, getting COVID. But we still wondered who's going to do this? Who's going to do this lineup in September and get a jab? Another one, another booster. We got our answer when Harold Ford Jr. explained how many times he's been vaccinated and added how many times he's gotten COVID. This is real. Uh, honestly this is not fake this is not photoshop this is real this is a real person a former congressman a lawyer a guy who's on television makes millions of dollars to appear on tv so you think he's reasonably bright and and perceptive And he can't wait to get another jab. And the panel, his fellow uh, panelists on the show reacted the only way you should react to people like this. You should laugh at them and mock them relentlessly. Let's watch. I think the message from is get the shot if you want. I if will. If you want it, go ahead. Don't get it. Uh, where, you're going to get another one. I
2: just said I I'm not going to ask anybody if they're it? getting their shot. I'll get,
1: I won't wear a mask, but I'm going to get
3: the shot. You are? Get, mask, shot. You are? How, what number shot is this for you? I've had it every t- So I'm, I'm due <laughs> one in
0: October. I have one in April. <laughs> How many? What's the so, total? So far, this yeah. will be my seventh. <laughs> oh,
4: <laughs>
1: seven shot and I've had COVID three times. Coming up. <laughs> That is unbelievable that you would do that, first of all, and you admit it, secondly, seven shots he's had, and he's gotten COVID three times. We'll just I, I see how, how, how happy this makes Ironhead. How many COVID shots? How many uh, vaccines have you had Ironhead? I've had zero, Jerry. And how many times have you had COVID? One time two years ago. One time. How long did it take you to get over that COVID? You you're your bout with COVID. Um, the bad
5: stuff was like thirty six hours, and then yeah, I think yeah. uh, I tested negative after four days,
1: yeah, so it wasn't a big deal, even though you're not in tip top shape you're 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 uh, you're young enough, you're healthy enough, it didn't have any effect it didn't did, it didn't kill you it didn't kill many people it didn't it killed one tenth of one percent of the people, and they were um they had comorbidities as uh, Daily Mail's reporting. That 99% of COVID deaths were caused by other things besides COVID. <laughs> the average person who died of COVID had like five comorbidities. The average age was eight in the 80s of people who died from COVID. The idea that a young, healthy person, even someone like Harold Ford Jr., who looks healthy in his, in his 50s, would, the, the idea that he would line up. And get a seventh booster. What the hell would compel you to do that? That is incredible to me. Obviously, Democrats are more likely to get the the shot than Republicans. But why would you think you needed another booster if you've had COVID three times? Mm -hmm. You've gotten over it three times. It didn't help. It didn't stop you from getting the, the disease And yet you can't wait to roll up your sleeve and get another jab. This this is your answer. We got the answer we were waiting for. Really dumb, really gullible people, followers, sheep, lemmings. That's who's going to get the shot. I, I still find it amazing. It's one thing if you had some doctor with a lab coat on and you didn't know that he was a snake like we know that we know this little fella is a snake. No one, no one believes anything uh, Fauci says anymore. But if you have a doctor, they bring him on to some network or CNN or NBC and he says, yeah, you know, you really should get this. So you, I mean, I wouldn't do it. Most people won't do it. But I could see if, the, if a credible doctor, I mean, we believe doctors. It's just what we do. People trust doctors. They, they, they sit in their office and they listen to what the doctor says and they usually follow his recommendations. That's one thing. I guess I understand that. What I'll never understand is how you could follow a political hack, a political operative who's making you do this for political reasons. I mean, that's what happened two years ago, and it's going to happen again. They want another shutdown. They want more mandates. They want to bring back masks. They want you scared. That's what they want. Uh, And yesterday (laughs) – I'm telling you, this is almost as funny as, as as Harold Ford. Corinne Jean-Pierre, who, again, the worst press secretary in the history of press secretaries, a person not smart enough, not well-read, not informed enough to even even be mediocre at this job. She is awful at this job. She is a diversity hire. We all know that. If she weren't black, if she weren't a lesbian, she wouldn't be in this position. I don't know what she'd be doing, but she certainly wouldn't be the voice of the United, the president of the United States. She explained yesterday how they're going to roll out the new, the new vex and they're going to recommend that every American uh, comply. Every American submit, as I've been saying for weeks now, this is going to get ugly. This is going to get tense this fall when people push back, when people, Uh, refuse to put a mask on, refuse to get the jab and want to live their lives. And that would include going into restaurants, going on airplanes, going to school. It's it's not going to go like last time. They're not going to be the same people who rolled up their sleeves and and submitted and complied just so they could live their lives are going to say the hell with it. I'm not doing it. I'll go somewhere else. I'll I'll, I'll take the bus. I I won't eat at that restaurant. It's going to get crazy. And uh, we're going to be hearing from her like every day, telling people why they need to take another useless shot. Let's listen to what she had to say yesterday. Go ahead. The president said in, in Tahoe that he had tentatively decided to recommend everyone get the new vaccine.
4: When is he going to decide
3: So you, I think you've heard from the F, uh, FDA and CDC. Uh, they've made an announcement on the new vaccine. Uh, so God. certainly uh, they said that they will have an there will be an updated vaccine in September, mid-September, mm-hmm. I believe. So uh, we know that, as you all know, vaccinations against COVID-19 remains the safest protection for avoiding hospitalization, long-term health outcomes and death which is why we are we are going to be encouraging uh, americans to stay up to date on their vaccines
1: (laughs) oh my god Um, they're they're going to be doing that september they're going to be pushing these drugs on america and if it's the biden administration it's not just a suggestion it is a mandate in some form they're going to start kicking people out of the military again kicking them off the police force the fire department They're going to start pushing this as hard as they did last time because it worked for them last time. It made their friends rich and it it got Biden into the White House. So get ready. It is going to get nuts. And there's got Ironhead. You're going to be one of millions who say, screw you. I'm never, ever doing that. And uh, lots of people who did it. I'm gonna say I'm never doing it again. In like it's ten just, in like good. ten
5: years, I'll be able to get top dollar for my blood and semen if uh, if I choose to <laughs> yeah, go that yeah. route.
1: Do you have pure blood in your uh, bio <laughs> on Twitter? Pure yeah. blood. I yeah. um, that people. Yeah, I'm, I've, I am been uh, I'm been infected with this. And I, if you're someone like Harold Ford, don't you see all the stories of people with myocarditis or people have had side effects or dropped dead? Don't you say? You know what? I might get the cold uh, the little flu thing again for thirty six hours. I'll take my chances. I'm not gonna let them inject me cool. with this unpro- untested, unproven drug again. It I know you're not
5: I know, and, you're, and, not, and I know you're not a a fan of wrestling, but a thirty six year old physically fit wrestler got COVID and because of that it just caused a heart problem and he ended up dying in his sleep last week because of that.
1: 36? 36 36. Well, that's old for a wrestler. That's old for a wrestler to die. Most of them die like in their 20s. <laughs> that's, and, that's, uh, that's true, no, that's true. <laughs> but it's usually <laughs> they usually do it themselves. So, <laughs> what, what was his name? Tell me his um, name.
5: Bray, I don't know. It was Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Was he a yeah. good guy or bad guy? Uh, both. He kind of split. Oh, duties. he was both. Yeah, was, yeah. was he a big name? Was he WWE? He was a big name in WWE for a while, and then he left because he got sick because of getting COVID. And he died in his sleep? Yeah, because it start, it and, caused heart complications and, uh, and died people, in his sleep.
1: And people will line up and get it anyway. They don't care mm-hmm. about Bray. They don't care about uh, you know, Bronny Jr., who, had, who I'm sure was vaccinated and has serious heart issues. Uh, even if that weren't the case, even if there weren't these endless stories of vaccine injuries, it doesn't... <laughs> Uh, I'm done with this. It doesn't <laughs> stop you from getting COVID, Harold Ford Jr., you moron. <laughs> How many times do you have to get COVID before you realize it doesn't help? Just it's just insane. I can't believe we're doing this. I cannot believe we're doing this. But we are. All right, we're gonna we got we gotta move on to much, much more news from uh from the uh Biden White House. The latest story on Biden using aliases to hide his paper trail when he was taking bribes and selling access. Um, There was a FOIA request that uh, just uh, produced fifty four hundred emails where Joe Biden used an alias fifty four hundred. He had those three aliases, Robert, Perry uh, and two other aliases. They got the web, the uh, email addresses for the three aliases. He wrote fifty four hundred emails and then some of them he copied Hunter Biden. Again, no evidence of any wrongdoing on the part of Joe Biden. Don't see it, says Hakeem Jeffries and, and Jamie Raskin and the rest of the Democrats. There is zero evidence. Oh, other than the 5,400 emails connecting Joe Biden uh, or Joe Biden hiding his paper trail. Here's all I have to say to the people who tell this. No evidence or little evidence or this. They got nothing on them. Uh, email aliases, encrypted messages, 20 shell companies. Nine family members receiving money from communist China. We could go on and on. Bobulinski, Shokin, Devin Archer. We have wit, uh, two IRS whistleblowers, an FBI whistleblower. The paper, the, the evidence is is <laughs> overwhelming. Forget no evidence. There's never been this much evidence of public corruption against a public official in my lifetime. I don't remember ever seeing anybody this guilty as Joe Biden is It's just remarkable. And would you care to guess this from uh, Newsbusters this morning? MSNBC, CNN, CBS, NBC, and ABC. That's one, two, three, four, five networks. Would you care to guess how many minutes they've spent covering reporting on Joe Biden's aliases, on Joe Biden sending 5,400 emails using aliases? Yeah. I guess it's, it's, it's
5: going to be up there with Watergate. So I'm going to probably go with minimum 18 hours a day.
1: That would be zero. Zero <laughs> minutes. These people are such whores. They are so corrupt. <laughs> They're so dishonest. Yeah. Zero minutes yeah. for a story like this. And all you have to ask is forget Trump. What if it's George Bush or Mitt Romney or anybody? What if it's Mitch McConnell or or, or, or Lindsey Graham? I mean, if it were anyone with an R next to her name, they would lead with it. Joe Scarborough would do a whole day on it. They spent zero minutes. Your president is a crook, and they don't care. They want they want to protect him at all costs, and uh, not only do they want to, they, they do they not want you to know that he's uh, a crook that he's used aliases and encrypted messages and shell companies to enrich his family. They don't want you to know that he's shot mentally. And we got, we got some evidence of that from yesterday. That's just hilarious. I said some people, you know, I said yesterday when Ironhead came back from his beach vacation, I said, some people come back from vacation. they come back rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. They come back revived, full of energy and vigor and, uh, and, and they're ready to go. Well, Joe Biden yesterday was more confused was more incoherent I think than he has ever been uh this is this is our you, this is the president this is the leader of the free world we have a couple of unbelievable examples one of them is just gibberish just talking absolute gibberish he was trying to compare talk about the Jacksonville shooting the racist guy that went in the dollar store and he decided to th- go back to some uh, shooting that happened five years ago in Jacksonville. And I went and uh, read up on it. And it was a guy, a gamer. uh, They called it the Jacksonville landing shooting from five years ago. It it happened at a video game tournament. Uh, (laughs) The video game Madden 19 was, in. uh, they were playing in Jacksonville at this tournament. And he was one of the, 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 the gunman, David Katz was one of the, uh, participants i think he lost he got pissed he shot and killed two people i believe one was white one was black and somehow we've had whatever it is thousands and thousands of murders in this country since then most of them young black males so joe biden doesn't care unless they're shot by white cops or ar-15s so he doesn't care about them he cares about this he just can't really remember much about it listen to this this uh i don't know this stream of consciousness from our commander of chief and tell me, oh, sure, he's okay. Go ahead. And as I've said to the country,
4: we can't let hate prevail, and it's on the rise. It's not, not diminishing. Silence, I believe, as we've all said many times, silence is complicity. We're not going to remain silent. And so we have to act against this hate fueled violence, and we saw what's happening. by the way, almost five years to the day that five young blacks were killed in Jacksonville five years earlier at a, at a, at a gun at a gun shop, a, a, a store they were doing uh, um, kids' toys. Um, and uh, but you know, and we have to speak out that. Uh, Extreme people trying to erase
1: history, trying to walk away from, I mean, the idea that we're <laughs> A gun shop, no, not a gun shop, a kid's toy shop. <laughs> it was a KB it Toys,
5: at, not, a, not a gun shop.
1: <laughs> it was at a gamer conference, and I don't believe, unless uh, is wrong on this, uh, five people weren't killed, uh, two people. He injured others and killed himself. Again, that's one one murder. Of two people, and that's like uh, you know a good, <laughs> an average Tuesday afternoon in Chicago. But we don't care about them. But that wasn't the low point for Joe Biden yesterday. That was not this. This is amazing to me because I had to look for this. It was hardly mentioned. We know Joe Biden is a pathological liar. He just tells lies over and over again. He doesn't care if they get fact checked and debunked. He doesn't care if he gets caught. He told the most bizarre lie yesterday, and there's like no coverage of it. He was talking, obviously, it was the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington. He had Martin Luther King's family there. He had, you know, that, that, that upstanding community, black community leader, Al Sharpton, in the front row. And he was rambling, babbling. He wasn't mentioned that he didn't want his kids to go to school with black kids. He didn't mention uh, that he worked, that he eulogized the Grand Wizard of the KKK, Robert Byrd, Grand Klegel. He didn't mention that he never marched in the civil rights movement. Well, actually he probably did because he lies about that like he breathes. But he talked about talking, this is so bizarre, talking Strom Thurmond into voting for the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Let's play it and then we'll, uh, then we'll fact check it, you know, because it didn't sound, didn't ring true to me, but let's hear it, go ahead.
4: But pause for just a moment. I thought things had changed. I was able to literally, not figuratively, talk Strom Thurmond into voting for the, for the Civil Rights Act before he died. And I thought, well, maybe there's real progress. But hate never dies. It just hides. It hides under the rocks.
1: <laughs> All right. All right. Just, just a quick fact check. The Civil Rights Act was in 1964. Joe Biden was in college. And... To top it all off, Strom Thurmond voted against it. <laughs> he voted against the Civil Rights Act, and he died forty years later. This, other than that, that story is rock solid. <laughs> and he's such a just an inveterate liar that nobody even blinks. Yeah, he just totally made up a story about talking Strom Thurmond <laughs> into voting for the Civil Rights Act. He went off script. Did you notice that he's, he's yeah. supposed to be reading the teleprompter and he says, Oh, just a quick aside. I talked, not, lit- not figuratively. I literally talked Strom Thurmond into voting for the civil rights act did not happen. <laughs> just, just, I don't know what you do. If you're his handler, if you're his visiting angel, you pull him aside and say, Joe, you were in college. <laughs> you weren't in Washington. You weren't in the Senate. And he voted against it, and he died forty years later. No follow-up, no questions. There is. Before we move on, we got so much to get to. We got to, we got to get to Vivek Vivek versus Ayana. You're not gonna you know you're not gonna be able to guess whose side I come down on. Vivek versus Ayana. We got uh, also Eminem versus Vivek Vivek, uh, which is interesting. We have uh, the Chicago mayor. Is sick of car theft in in Chicago, and he's going to do something about it. He is doing something about it. Uh, we have some of the most disturbing video uh, of a uh, of a mother and father, by the way, forcing their poor boy, their four, poor son, eleven year old son, to get puberty blockers, and it is just heartbreaking. It's the best example. It's from our friend Billboard Christ. It's the best example, the best argument you will ever see in a one-minute video of why this is so wrong. This is so immoral. This is so insane. It's so good. But before we get to all that, I want to do this moment. There was a brief moment of journalism in Washington, D.C. Yesterday. Peter Ducey was away. He was off for, what was it, six months for paternity leave? Take care. His wife had a baby, and he took time off. He came back last week, and he came back with a vengeance, man. He came back. This is journalism in case you know you forget sometimes because we see all the uh, the pathetic lickspittles in the mainstream media show up and you know ask KJP about the, the the wonders of Bidenomics or they ask about climate change or they ask about oh white supremacy they get to all those real important topics that are really affecting the country um Ducey comes loaded for bear man he comes with a whole list of questions he does not let her move on he just keeps just keeps peppering her with these really good, solid, relevant questions. He's making the comfortable. He's uh, making the he's uh, afflicting the comfortable here. That's what you're supposed to do in journalism. That's not what anyone else in this room does. He's a one man Washington press corps. I just wanted to play this minute minute or so of a guy doing real journalism. It was great. Go ahead.
0: The Secret Service is paying $16,000 a month now to stage near Hunter Biden in Malibu. Who's paying for that? That's a question for the Secret Service. Okay. Hunter Biden is reportedly selling art to pay for his $15,800 a month rent in Malibu. How can you guarantee that people are not going to be buying this art to gain favor with the president?
3: That is a question for Hunter Biden and his representatives. It's, it's a I of, I know I hear I hear the White House we know that I hear one of your question. buyers
0: got a job from the Biden administration. Can you guarantee that there is no hear, quit I hear your block? question?
3: I'm not going to get involved in this. That is a question for Hunter Biden's
0: representatives. So, but we know that uh, from a Hunter Biden associate now that he sold the appearance of access to then vice president Biden. Are you confident that he has stopped doing that?
3: That is a question for Hunter Biden. If, if somebody is that selling is, the
0: appearance of access to the White House,
3: that is a question no, for the White House. No, that is that is your um, your I don't know how you're perceiving that.
0: Is my that? It's I, testimony I, by I, Devin I, Archer. He said, I
3: am just not Peter. I'm just not going to get into this. I'm just not.
0: So this testimony, since the last time that I was in here, uh, Devin Archer talks about how biden tried to profit off the biden brand what is the biden brand
3: i'm not going to get into it from here i'm not going to get into it from here we're going to
1: move on go ahead we're going to move on. Uh could you tell us Corrine, what is the uh, what's the best part of Bidenomics? We know it's working. We know we're building the economy from the bottom up and the middle out and let's let's just talk about how great Joe Biden is doing for the uh, Can you talk about climate change? Is it really an existential threat, Kareen? Those questions that's that's obviously what they're there to do. Protect Joe Biden. Peter Ducey, again, one man press corps comes in there and just boom, boom, boom. That's how it's done right there. She's not going to answer. She couldn't answer if she wanted to. She's not smart enough. But that is just a 90 second example of all the evidence they have on Joe Biden and how he never, ever is forced to explain this, forced to explain why he's sending 5,400 emails with fake names to hide his, his trail here, and sending emails, CCing Hunter Biden on government, official government emails. He, he doesn't have to explain any of it. How, why his ch- grandchildren are receiving money from the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> why, you know, why shouldn't we believe Devin Archer, Tony Bobolinsky? Why should we believe Victor Shokin? Why should we believe this lion, of this this empty vessel in the White House? Why should we believe him or her and not them? They just don't have any answers. All right, we got to get to Vivek, Vivek rhymes with cake. That's what he said. I was calling him Vivek for months, but he said it's Vivek, Vivek rhymes with cake versus Iana Presley, my crazy congresswoman. It's uh, good stuff. It'll also show you <laughs> just how, how, how corrupt the media is. He uh, sat down with uh, CNN. We'll get to the Chicago mayor. Oh, Tucker Carlson's got a big interview, we think, we hope, coming up. And it's going to blow the minds. It's going to, the, the heads will explode all over the mainstream media. I, you know, Jake Tapper, Joe Scarborough, they are going, this is going to be the thing that pushes them over the edge. I can't wait. I'll, we'll, we'll let you know who uh, Tucker is trying to pin down for an interview. That will be something else, man. We'll get to that and lots more, but first. Uh, excuse me. Hi, this is for you men over 40. Are you tired of having your sleep interrupted by multiple trips to the bathroom at night? Well, you're not alone. Over half of men over 40 experience age-related concerns with their prostate. Fortunately, prominent holistic medical doctor David Brownstein believes that aging prostate concerns do not need to be inevitable. That's why Dr. Brownstein developed Prostate Revive, a powerful dietary supplement containing a unique blend of 15 key ingredients to promote prostate health and help alleviate the Annoying Symptoms of an Aging Prostate. So, men, as part of the special promotion, now you can get your own 30-day supply of Prostate Revive with an advanced formula containing a beta-cytosterol, Sol Palmetto, and a total of 15 prostate helpers in two capsules. You simply cover the $4.95 shipping and handling charge to get your trial supply. After your trial bottle, you'll continue to receive Prostate Revive for less than a dollar a day. You can opt out or opt in at any time with no further options. Up- so try Prostate Revive today at just four ninety five. Act right now to get a bottle of Prostate Revive and our special report, A Doctor's Guide to a Healthy Prostate, as a special bonus gift. Order now at tryprostaterevive.com or call 800-400-7890. That's prostaterevive.com or call 800-400-7890. This product is not intended to diagnose, prevent, treat, or cure any disease. I never knew m M&M was such a Wimp, just such a squish, such a snowflake. We played you that last week. Where uh, Vivek was out in Iowa at the big, uh, you know, the big fair, uh, and he uh, sang. They they played an Eminem song. He said it was his favorite, "Lose Yourself," and he sang along. And uh, Ironhead thought it was cringe. I thought it was pretty cool. It made him look young and hip. I mean, I couldn't do it. I couldn't sing along with uh, an Eminem song. Uh, no big deal. It was just something people played. Thought it was funny. That puss Eminem sends a cease and desist letter that he can't no longer play the song. You know what Vivek should do? He should play it right now, today. I am sure he's making a public appearance. He's, he's speaking somewhere. Crank it up, sing it again. Make that little snowflake send you another. seat, Make him sue you, Vivek. How silly do you look saying no? You can't. By the way, uh, I think it was Greg Price pointed this out on Twitter that uh, he hated George Bush. He wrote a song about how we don't want to go to war for oil. Vivek is the most anti-war candidate in either on either party right now. He's against Ukraine. He wants to end the Ukraine war today. And the guy who, you know, hates war. Aside from Trump. Aside from Trump. Trump. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Trump can end it in 24 hours. Vivek thinks it might take a week or so. But, you know, he's, he's uh, unconditionally anti-war. And the guy who hates war and was so much against the war in Iraq hates him and won't let him play his song. Even if you didn't like him, even if you're a liberal, if you're a Democrat, I mean, you wouldn't see a guy singing your song, singing along with it, doing like karaoke on the spot there. You wouldn't think, hey, that's cool. You know, especially if you're some washed up rapper like Eminem, but he's trying to stop him. But Vivek has done this has done a masterful job of staying in the news, staying relevant, staying in the front uh, in the front of the pack like every single day. I understand. He's tireless. He just will sit down with an interview with anybody anytime. He's make, making appearances, he's making news. He is just taking up the oxygen. And uh, he had a great debate. I declared him the winner. I don't think the uh, polls showed him getting a big bounce but I'm not sure he's in it to win it. You know, he's in it to make a name for himself, perhaps to audition for a vice president, maybe a cabinet position. He doesn't attack Trump. That's key. And he's having fun, as we point out. He's enjoying the process. He responded to something Ayanna Presley said. Ayanna Presley, as we know, she is just race obsessed. She is the ultimate race hustler uh, in Washington. She's an angry, bitter, a divisive woman who doesn't uh, doesn't uh, talk about anything oh two things race and abortion. that's all she cares about. If you follow her social media, that's all that matters to her. race and abortion. She's the one who went public went on went on with did a TV, uh, cable TV interview after the chauvin verdict and said the uh, police in this country have killed seventy innocent people in the days after the verdict. Of course, no one asked her. No one followed it up. No one asked her for evidence. She just lies. She hates cops. And unless she doesn't care about young black murder victims, unless they're shot by cops or AR-15s. That's her deal. She is perhaps the most radical member of the squad. She's not the most high high profile squad member, but she is a radical. I mean, just far, far left radical. And she said a couple of years ago, that Democrats don't need, quote, any more black faces that don't want to be black voices. She repeated it and said, uh, we don't need any more brown faces that don't want to be a brown voice. It's time to shake that table. We don't need any more black faces that don't want to be black voices. That's it right there. That's the, the quote. Of course, Diana Presley, it's it's flat out racist. But it's OK. You're allowed to be a racist as long as you're in the squad, as, you're, as long as you're a far less Democrat. The media will defend you. Um, Vivek, Vivek called that the voice of the modern day KKK. Now, obviously, that's hyperbole. That's that's an analogy that you, know, you hear people talk all the time about, you know, comparing Trump to Hitler. You know, or, I mean, the, the, that's what you do. That's you know, kind of a technique when you're debating you say that sounds like something the KKK would say. And it is. I mean, everything is based on race with her. Everything is white supremacy. They don't want you, unless you, if you're brown or black, they don't want you to speak unless you agree with her, unless you are a hard left Democrat. She doesn't want to hear from you. Have no, doesn't want to hear from any black Republicans or moderates or libertarians. No brown Republicans. No, no, no room for you here. That's flat out racist, and people would admit it. They would, they would criticize her. Except she's one of the protected few in Washington who could say and do anything, and the media will run to her defense. So Vivek accurately points out that says that's something you'd hear from the KKK, saying base your opinion should be based on your skin color. It's wrong. It's un-American. He pointed that out, but of course the media they. <laughs> They don't. They don't like him. First of all, they don't like this this brown voice. That's not like all the other brown voices. Let's watch as he sits down with uh, uh, Dana Bash on CNN. Dana Bash, hard left, Democrat operative with a press pass, attacks him, interrupts him. Ask yourself: If this were Ayanna, she could say anything, and and uh, Dana Dana would never interrupt. If this were Liz Warren or whoever, this were. Uh, you know, Hakeem Jeffries, she would never interrupt. She would be there to support, to help him get his message out. She puts on this candidate for president, a pretty impressive guy, pretty smart guy, and she just goes at him. They're, they're trying to destroy Vivek, which is a good sign for Vivek. They, they're finally viewing him as a threat. Uh, let's watch.
2: You took issue with comments from Congresswoman Ayanna Presley. She reportedly said, We don't need any more brown faces that don't want to be a a brown voice. About that, you said, these are the words of the modern grand wizards of the modern KKK. You know, I'm sure, the KKK was responsible for more than a century's worth of horrific lynchings, rapes, murders of black people. How in any way are the views you're talking about comparable to the views and atrocities committed by the KKK?
5: What I said is the Grand Wizards of the KKK would be proud of what they would hear her say because there's nothing more racist than saying that your skin color predicts something no, about the you content did, you of didn't your just viewpoints say that, you or didn't your You didn't just ideas. say they would be
2: proud. You said these are the words of the modern Grand Wizards of the modern yeah. KKK.
5: It is the same spirit. You're right about that, Dana. I think it is the same spirit to say that I can look at you and based on just your skin color, that I know something about the content of your character, that I know something about the content of the viewpoints you're allowed to express. For Ayanna Presley to tell okay, me that's, that because of my skin color, I can't express my views. That is wrong. It is divisive. That is, it is a, driving hate. That is in a this debate. Country. This is dividing. Okay, that our is country a debate. A breaking point. That is a debate. That is it. that
2: is based on nonviolent. violent yeah. Discussion that you just said you're using rhetoric, which yes. she said she's using rhetoric.
1: Gross.
2: Uh, there is, I mean, that's yeah. one thing.
1: It's like she's, I mean, this is like Ayanna Pressley's campaign manager, just debating Vivek. Uh, he's making some good points. He's obviously very articulate, thoughtful, and she just wouldn't let him answer. And, and she doesn't care that what Ayanna said is flat out racist. She doesn't care. She's there to defend her because she's a good Democrat. She, and he's a threat, so she's going to interrupt him. Um, and, and based on nonviolence, when did when did Diana Presley's one who said we need more unrest in the streets? As long as there's unrest in our lives, she cheered for the rioters and the, and the arsonists during this the summer of love. She loved it when BLM was destroying neighborhoods and, and, and looting stores and burning businesses down. That was, that was, that was fine. That was social justice. And, and the fact that if you're, even if you're, if you're Dana Bash and you pretend to be a journalist, let the guy speak, then debate him. Let the guy answer. He makes good points. Obviously it's hyperbole. It's just a technique when you're debating. Yeah. That sounds like the, so the KKK. Did he accuse Ayanna Pressley of lynching people of, of, of killing people? Of course he didn't. But if, if he compared, if Vivek Vivek came on and compared Trump to Hitler or Trump to Mussolini or Trump to whatever, to Putin, that'd be a-okay. Oh, but uh, Hitler killed, you know, 12 million pounds, but that wouldn't matter. That'd just be a technique, that'd be an analogy comparison. She'd be cool with it. But it's Ayanna, it's one of her people, and she won't stand for that. But good move on the part of Vivek. There's nothing more reprehensible than saying, you got to get back on the plantation uh, guy, you're 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 brown, you're black. You can't be having those independent thoughts. You gotta get in line with the rest of us. Vote with the rest of us. By the way, warmongers, all of them, all of them, the whole squad, the whole far left, Liz Warren, Bernie Sanders, Ed Markey, all warmongers who want the war to go on forever. Vivek, Vivek makes it clear he doesn't support this war. He wants to end this war. Oh by the way, the New York Times reported the other day that Ukraine has suffered 500,000 deaths and injuries. They're now sending 65 and 70-year-olds to the front lines. They're running out of bodies to sacrifice for, uh, the, uh, for democracy, for the corrupt Zelensky uh, regime and the corrupt Biden regime. And uh, no Democrat, I mean none, unless you count Robert Kennedy Jr., <laughs> ever speaks out against it. They're all in. Give them all the money, all the weapons. Keep it coming. F-16s, cluster bombs, cluster bombs for democracy. That's what the, that's the new slogan for Democrats. And they don't want to hear this brown guy come out against their endless war. No siree. But, all right, good job by Vivek, who is kicking ass. I'm still a DeSantis guy. DeSantis is busy right now with the hurricane.
5: He is the worst candidate I've ever seen in my life. He just keeps stepping he's, on himself,
1: man. He's a tortoise, man. He's pacing himself. You watch; he'll he'll be good. He's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of support, and he gets things can you, done. Can you explain that weird smile thing? Like he. You know well, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I don't. Th- I don't care about weird smiles. I don't care about charisma. I want a guy who gets things done, who fights the culture war. Which brings us nicely to the story, which is without a doubt the most disturbing story you will hear today. You will see today. We talk about this a lot: the madness of gender ideology, the insanity of offering sex change surgeries and drugs and puberty blockers to children. Our friend Billboard Chris has uh, made it his life's work to bring this to the attention. Of the, American, of the world that what is going on at these clinics, including Boston Children's Hospital, where they are drugging confused young children, where they are operating on them. Kids who can't get a tattoo or drink a beer or vote or make any life-changing decisions. They can't consent to sex, but they can consent to beauty blockers. It's insane what we're living through. And heroes like Billboard Chris and Libs of TikTok and Matt Walsh have been fighting this fight this might be the most effective video we've seen yet. This is from a couple of years ago, an NBC report about a uh, uh, a kid, 11-year-old at the time, an 11-year-old, um, uh, I got to get this right, 11-year-old boy. His mother is pretending he's a girl. Oh, God, in this one video, like, I don't want to watch it, where they hold the kid down and inject him with puberty blockers. The idea that there's somehow some medical value, this is medical treatment to stop a human being, a child from growing up, from going through puberty, the most natural thing. That's not a disease. Puberty is not a disease. It's not an ailment. It's life. It's what you do when you're 10, 11, 12, 13. You go through puberty and they think because this, they want this boy to be a girl. They're going to stop him from going through puberty from from, Whatever, his voice getting lower and his hair growing on him, going through puberty, getting to the point where he could, you know, enjoy an orgasm. They want to stop that because they want a girl. And his name is, I think his name was Joseph. They changed it to Josie. And uh, listen, um, we're not going to play the video where they hold him down and jab him with this drug, tell him this is, you know, affirming care. You can see that if you want. Red State has a good piece on this, on what happened to her. They follow the family. And the kid unfortunately has become a big transgender advocate. This this, this boy who was sterilized. That's what this does, it sterilizes you. So you have an 11 year old and you sterilize him for life. He can never have kids. He can't because mom wanted him to be a girl. She wanted a girl. She got a boy. She did something about it. She stopped him from going through puberty. She sterilized him. This poor, poor child. But watch the video of Mom and Josie talking about how Josie feels. Do we have that video, Ironhead? This is the whole thing in a nutshell. Tell me, this kid isn't—I don't forget—confused. Just, I mean, just a kid. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what he feels, and it doesn't stop his mother for pushing this on him and forcing him forcing forced sterilization of this poor confused boy let's watch
3: treatment is irreversible and would make Josie sterile but Josie and her mother never doubted it was the right thing until an unexpected conversation happened one afternoon but on the inside where nobody else can see yeah are
5: you a boy or are you a girl maybe I'm a boy inside and a girl outside really yeah, is that true? Only
2: you know the answer
3: to that. So, if you wanted to grow up to
4: be a man? Yeah. Would you tell me? Mm. yeah. Hey, if you wanted to grow up and be a man, you could. I want to be... Sometimes I think I'm a boy sort of, but I want to be a girl.
3: Yeah.
4: Would you love me if I'm a
3: boy? Of course. I would love you no matter what. I always have, and I always will. It was the first time Vanessa ever heard Josie sound
1: uncertain. Oh, God. That wow. is just so... That is just so insane. This woman Terrible. belongs in prison. This woman is a monster. She has an 11-year-old who's totally confused. She's confused her 11-year-old boy. She says, do you want to be a boy or girl? And he doesn't know. His mother if you're just listening, is braiding his hair, long, girly hair, he's wearing a dress, and telling, been telling this kid probably since he was three or four that he's a girl trapped in a boy's body or in the wrong body. And the kid's actually articulating in, in, a, in a kind of a confused way how he doesn't know, man. He doesn't know whether he's a boy or a girl. I mean, you, you, your mother tells you for years you're a girl, but you're a boy. boy but you know your boy parts. You know you're a boy. So he's confused. What does she do? takes him to the hospital and gets him shot up with puberty blockers. How is that allowed in his DNA? How is that anything but child abuse? It's just utter. insane. This is why, I, this one reason I think DeSantis shouldn't give up. He's the best on these issues. He fights these culture wars. He knows this is a winning issue. This has to be stopped. It's, it's, it's been stopped in a number of states around the country, a number of uh, red states that brought an end to this barbarism. This child abuse, but this person said this on TV, <laughs> on camera. What does she do off camera if she does this to her own child on camera? And we have another, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll introduce you. You think this woman is bad, this woman is evil, and she is. We have another evil, really, really evil person, the doctor. This is Hoda, right? Hoda, this is yep. a, a few years ago, again, Hoda on NBC interviewing the doctor. And making a great point, like maybe this is how times have changed. This was an actual report on NBC, and this is Hoda asking how can you do this to this doctor? How can you sterilize a child who's just just trying to grow up, man, just trying to get through all the confusion that did you face when you're a kid going through puberty? And listen to this monster, what she has to say to Hoda. Go ahead.
2: To me, it seems ridiculous to have a, a kid at age 12, 13, 14 deciding whether they want to have biological children when they're 20, 30, or 40. I mean, well, they
3: make the decision to kill themselves at 12 and 13. <laughs> That's a pretty powerful decision. We take an oath first, do no harm. If doing nothing is doing harm, you have to do something.
5: How
1: can they get a medical license oh. when they talk like that? That is a doctor. And just the way she says it. It, 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 to me, and I've said this before, I'll just say it again to, to, to simplify this. This is a doctor telling you if she doesn't stop a boy from going through puberty or worse, castrate him, surgically change him from a boy to a girl, he'll kill himself. So you're telling me this kid's whatever, depressed, this kid's full of anxiety, this kid's confused. And the way you make him better, the way you stop him from killing himself is to remove his genitals. So he'll never have a family. He'll never have an orgasm. He'll never know what it's like to, to make love to anybody, to anybody. That's going to make him better. That's so beyond illogical. It's, it's just so insane. That's a doctor. And that doctor is seeing children today and destroying these kids today. That's what that doctor's doing in, in, in our office. You're seeing children. He's saying, yeah, we well, got to cut your breasts off. We got to drug you, hold you down and inject you with something that will stop your body from growing. This has to be stopped. This has to be stopped. Nobody, no sane person could think this is, this is uh, humane. This is, this is right and, and just and, and, and sane. It's, it's just wrong. It's just so wrong. All right. <sighs> Hopefully uh, somebody wakes up, sees that and says, let's arrest Let's take this child away. All of the kids older now, sadly, and living life as a girl, which is sad. What this mother has done to this child—it's always the mother. It's always the Munchau, munchausen mommy who's destroying her child. But uh, and and these evil doctors, these Mengala How about this for you, Dana Bash? That's a modern Mengala right there. Yes, that's what that is. I'm experimenting on confused children. All right, we got to move. Let's. Uh, what time we got? Let me do Shay, and then we'll get to. Uh, The big Tucker interview we think is coming down the pike. This is going to be wild. Uh, 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 Excuse me. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home, Or remodeling or replacing an old staircase. Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at Shayconcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they're between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. uh Do I have a story here? Uh, it's, it's not much of a story, but uh, the rumors out there are that uh, Tucker Carlson is lining up an interview, and uh, I know his... Uh, his interview with Trump had 9 billion uh, views or whatever they said. Not really. It was kind of boring. And I've seen Tucker's interviews. And it was probably the most boring one he's had. It uh, wasn't his fault, but this is from Trending Politics. It says, uh, Tucker Carlson is making his case to the Kremlin that should he, he should be granted an exclusive interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin, according to a state-run media source. Russian Today the pro-Putin International Television Network reported Monday that Carlson has, quote, strongly requested that Putin sit down with him and tell American audiences about his side of the nation's ongoing war with Ukraine, his feelings about Joe Biden and his relationship with Donald Trump. Uh, that's that's what the story says. He's strongly requesting an interview. Uh, Carlson hasn't commented. Putin rarely gives one on one interviews to foreign media's last lengthy conversation with a western journalist was an interview with CNBC anchor Hadley Gamble on the sidelines of the Russian NSG week forum in Moscow October 2021 I don't remember that but how wild will it be how crazy will the media go if if Tucker sits down with Putin I think it's going to happen makes all the sense in the it, world It would be Sit dumb for
5: him not to do that he's going right. to he's getting an interview with a guy who allegedly invaded a country and he gets to ask him questions about
1: it And I mean, Tucker's smart enough. He's not going to be laughing about it. He's not going to be talking about his golf score. Uh, here's the difference. Hunter, uh, Tucker Carlson knows journalism. He knows what's journalism. He knows how to do the job to be a journalist. The mainstream media won't talk to Victor Shokin or Tony Bobolinsky or Devin Archer. They have no interest because their job is to protect the president. They're, they are political activists. Tucker's a journalist I would love to see that interview and love to see the reaction from the mainstream media. Before we go, I think we've had a lot of crazy stories lately. You know, crazy—you know—politicians and just a lot of nut nutty things going on. Um, I think this might be the craziest. And from no, no surprise, city, city of Chicago, right? City of Chicago, crime is out of control. Murders, you know, there's dozens of young black kids getting shot every week. Nobody cares because they're getting shot by other black kids. They're not getting shot by cops. So Ayanna Pressley and Joe Biden and KJP don't give a damn. Uh, they, and and maybe, maybe we shouldn't care. These people voted for this. Again, we talked about it in New York. That's what you voted for. You voted for it in Massachusetts. You voted for an open southern border, uncontrolled, limitless uh, immigration. You voted for these people. I just tweeted it out. New York, the big protest in New York saying they're destroying the city. The New York City, Manhattan, voted 85 to 14, Biden over Trump. It's what they wanted. So good for them. I'm happy for them. Anyway, the mayor, Brandon Johnson, who's actually more radical than Laurie Lightfoot, a total cop-hating Marxist. He is suing, check this out, it's from Fox Business. Uh, Democrat Mayor Brandon Johnson announced the city's filed a lawsuit against Kia and Hyundai, alleging that both companies have failed to include, quote, industry standard engine immobilizers in several models of vehicle, which resulted in a steep rise in crime. They have this rash of car thefts. And he's suing the car makers because they made the cars too easy to steal. Johnson said the failure of Kia and Hyundai to install basic auto theft prevention technology is sheer negligence. And as a result, a citywide nation citywide and nationwide crime story around automobile theft has been unfolding before our eyes. His answer is a guy who doesn't want to call gangs, gangs or mobs, mobs. They're just kids you know, blown off steam, you know, when they riot and loot and destroy neighborhoods, they're just kids, you know, being kids suing automakers because the cars are too easy to steal. Oh, that's what we've come to. I think they're uh, contemplating the same thing in DC too. Too many keys and uh, Hyundais are being stolen. Let's sue the car maker. What the hell is this world coming to? But all right, that will do it. Congratulations to Dylan Mulvaney. She won a Streamy. That's an an award from a streaming I don't know, service that gives awards to uh, people who do good work online. Dylan Mulvaney got her stream got his Streamy. I saw her speech by the way. His Top kept falling down. He kept picking it up. I'm not sure why. <laughs> you don't need a top, Dylan. You're a boy, oh boy. But anyway, uh, you know good for her, him, whatever, good for him he destroyed the <laughs> light, good for him. but uh, we'll leave it there for today thanks to everyone for listening, thank you Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan, this is the Callahan Show and we will do it again tomorrow
4: God save the Queen, man
1: Am I the only
4: one here tonight
5: Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me Am I losing my mind or Am I standing on the like the show leave a
0: five-star review on apple and spotify